Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. All right, Dr. Dyer, we have Mary now calling from all the way across the waters in Australia. Mary Lyon. Oh, my goodness. Hey, welcome. We're going there. I'm going to go there in August. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? That's wonderful. Coming down to see you guys. I'll be there, too. Very good news, indeed. Yes. Well, Sydney for sure, and uh, I think uh, uh, out west, um, Perth. But I'm not sure about Brisbane. But I've been there many times. I love it there. Conceived a daughter there. (laughs) Too much information. (laughs) (laughs) The Hilton Hotel, 4 o'clock in the morning, 1989. My little daughter's face. She's part part Australian. (laughs) Mary, what's what's going on? Well, first, Dr. Dyer, I'd like to thank you for your podcast. Um, I'm going through the the most challenging period of my life so far at the moment, and your podcasts have been um, one instrumental thing that's been holding me together or helping me oh, hold myself wonderful. together mm. through this. Through this, um, mm. what's happened? My my marriage broke up four and a half months ago, and mm-hmm. um, the the catalyst for it breaking up or the or part of the the breakup was my husband told um, nine members of my extended family um, very private details about our sex life and about some mm-hmm. of the sexual choices that we'd made that, that mm-hmm. um, were always between consenting adults but mm-hmm. were unusual. Mm-hmm. As a result of that, on the day of the breakup, my parents <laughs> took our three children and have since refused to give them back. Mm-hmm. They accused me of sexually abusing my children. The children were interviewed by the police and by social services, and they found that there was no substance to the allegations. But when we went to court to try and get the children back, they made exactly the same allegations, and the court ruled that the children live with them until a family report begun. The family report's been delayed and delayed, and we can't go back to court until it's done. Are, are you seeing the children? The, yes, um, I, mm-hmm. I have them. I don't have any overnight time with them ordered. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I see them on Sunday and after school on Mondays and Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that, which is wonderful. The court ordered that. Before that, my parents wouldn't let me see them except under their supervision, and so I'm really enjoying having that protected time with them. It's the most wonderful mm-hmm. blessing. Um, but um, uh, my husband, at the time of the court date, he was he was upset and, and he, um, he was also claiming things. Fortunately, now he's actually had a complete turnaround and he's completely on the same side with me and he said, he's saying that he's that he really messed up and he wants to undo all the damage that he's done and things like that, so, which is, I feel so grateful that that I have an ex-husband like him who, despite him having had a, a period of of um, of not thinking the way yeah. I, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that he's that he is now um, 
we're basically the perfect separated couple that we we want to work together to parent the children and and we want to have equal responsibility for them and there's no there's no um bad blood there anymore. Um, Do you think because well, because of the time the limitation? Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's sure. look at yeah. Let's look at this um, because. Mm -hmm. Um, what has really happened, despite how it sounds salacious and, and anything that is salacious and, you know, that it has innuendo in it is a little bit randy or whatever it might be, you know, it's, it's mm -hmm. just, it's just juicy kind of stuff. And then when your parents come along from a different generation mm -hmm. and hear anything, whatever yeah. it might be, they can just jump to all kinds of conclusions, none of which mm -hmm. have any basis for it. You, your children love you. Your children love your their their father. Is that correct? I mean, yeah, they they, they want to be with you as much as you want to be with them, and so on. Yeah. So, what has happened with this whole thing about your husband having this momentary lapse of of judgment about saying these kinds of things, which he participated in as well? It sounds like, um, yeah. are uh, you know have have you know what the the ultimate outcome is that it's made you a better uh, better family. You know, you're yeah. probably in a, in a better place now than you were before. So, again, it goes back mm -hmm. to what we talked about at the beginning of the show. Can you, first of all, get yourself into a state of gratitude rather than all yeah. of this anguish and telling yourself this mm -hmm. is the worst uh, time of your life and it's the worst year? It's not at all. As a matter of fact, yeah. it might be the very thing that reunites the two of you and makes you at, at least, uh, you know, co-parents together and yeah. on the same page together rather than full of hatred and anger. So number one is that. Number two is all of the people that are involved, your parents particularly, this, the, the, the people that are involved at the government level or, or at the court level or whatever it is, uh -huh. your ex-husband, uh, your children, you, who, whoever else. You said you mentioned nine members of your extended family, all of those uh -huh. people as well. I want you to just in your heart, just like today after this phone call, go into a, a meditation and just surround all of these people with as much love as you possibly can, as much uh -huh. understanding, as much caring, the white light of God, the white light of love. Just keep that, and no matter what they do, no matter how it comes back at you, just keep sending that out there. And I promise you, I promise you that this thing will all resolve itself in probably a more positive way than you ever had before it came about. You've got to go uh -huh. to that place of perfect love, the place that Immaculate... Uh -huh. Ella Begiza spoke about, if you haven't read Left to Tell, read it, uh, when she was forced to love the people who tried to kill her, and that was the thing that saved her. That that mm. that kind of grace. That's the kind of grace yeah. you're looking for here. Okay. Yeah, and that's what I've been trying to move towards. What I'm finding is I get I get I have days when I'm like that. I can be like that. I can be completely mm. compassionate towards them. Mm -hmm. And then I have times, particularly after something like yesterday, my mum said some more stuff to me um, that upset mm -hmm. me, and and I get so lost in anger, and I don't know how exactly. to what to do with mm -hmm. the anger. Um, mm -hmm. Well, the anger isn't something that happens to you. It's not something you get lost in. It is a mm -hmm. process of thinking that you are telling mm -hmm. yourself that w the way your mother is, she shouldn't be. What you're really saying is, so I need to do this. Is, Byron, Katie, work yeah. on it. Absolutely. What you are think, you know, what you're saying about your mom is that if only you thought more like me, then I wouldn't have to be unhappy right now. And that is never yeah. going to happen. It is never going to yeah. happen. Just, just love your mother for who she is, and whatever she says when she starts that, you just say, "Thanks, mom. I appreciate your point of view. I'll consider it. I've got a lot of learning to do, and this will help me. Thank you. God bless you. I love you, mom. That's it. It's it. No more. And you just let it go. 
What you think of me is none of my business. It's very important words to remind you. Put those on your refrigerator, okay? What you think of me, and then put a little picture of your mother, is none of my business. You know, it's just like, this is what you think of me, and that's who you are, and that's okay. Because what you think of me isn't what I am. You know, it's like I always used to tell my students, you know, that uh, today she thinks that you're a very bad woman. Well, tomorrow, what if she thinks that you're a car? You know, and she says today, oh, I just called you up to remind you that you're a car. You'd say, well, of course I'm not a car. She'd say, no, get down on all fours and I'm going to put a nozzle into your into your ear and put some gasoline in you. I mean, you just say that's insanity, isn't it? Because you could never be a car. You can also never be the bad person that she makes you out to be. Because you are who you are, not what she thinks. And that's what, that's the lesson. And the anger will go away. The anger will go away. Where there is anger, let me bring love. Let me bring love to them. And the anger will not only go away, but it'll be converted to love and she will begin to understand you. If you would like to hear more of Dr. Dyer's radio show, tune in to HayHouseRadio.com. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit HayHouse.com. Thank you for listening.